Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for uh, for joining us this morning. Good morning. Yes. <laughs> and so good to see you as always, Brooke. Thank you. you. So. Yeah, thank you. And uh, all right, so interesting topic. And I think I say that all the time, but I feel like <laughs> they're all interesting. I really do. Uh, this one we're going to be dealing with a little, and you know what? We've never, this is, this is a topic that has never been discussed before on this podcast, which is um, one, the aura. Yeah. But also that, that, that aura is, is also encompasses the chakras, you know? Mm -hmm. So because the aura layer, so your aura, which ultimately spans about three feet away from your body when all is said and done, the energetic system in your body. And I know that is how telepathically, that is how they, I know, work with me when I'm, when I'm channeling. So I would no doubt assume that that is how they are communicating with a lot of us through this energetic field. And I all, many things, or many times they have channeled through me, that the aura layer is how they are reading us. And as we go through each of the uh, layers, you guys might, might see this as well. Yes. Yeah, so often do they say we're not inside of you, but what we are doing is reading your energy. And it is yeah. through this aura, your aura layer that they are reading our energy. Ah. So that, yeah, that's been, that's come through a number of times um, for me now. So yeah. matter of fact, yo, Brooke, um, and, and you guys, I just channeled a message. I'm sorry, this is kind of off topic a little bit, <laughs> but this is so cool. I channeled a message about a week ago for a family and they actually said to me, um, an archangel, Archangel Samuel came in and I never channeled him before. And he said, he told this family, I'm not with you every day, but obviously I am available to you every day. And he goes, how I'm getting information from you guys right now or about you guys right now is through your higher self to the family. So he said, what's happening is their higher self is coming down and communicating with him or not coming down, but he's communicating with their higher self yeah. and their higher self is filtering information to him. He's filtering it through me to give it back to them. Cause nice. Yeah. It was really weird, but I feel like the aura layer is at play there because uh, our higher self is picking up information um, from their third dimensional self if their light bodies aren't filled enough to come down, depending on how much work they've done over their lifetimes. So uh, there could be distortions there, but those distortions would be in the auras. Right. So uh, another thing that I will tell you guys is that when I am doing work, so if I'm doing healing work on an individual, one thing that I picture, so, well, let's explain, do you, do, let's explain the aura. Okay, so let's explain the aura. Yeah, do you yeah. want to do that? Yeah, I'll start off with the, like, so I personally have never, like, I'm not somebody who looks at somebody and sees auras, right? But what I did do, um, and this changed my life, um, just even starting with this, is I always say, like, all the epiphanies I get, like when you look back, it wasn't really, they're really common sense, but it just brings your attention to that this is a thing. But I remember watching this video of like, see energy in five minutes. And it's like before, this is like before that I even like, was like, oh, we are energy. You know, this is energy. Everything is energy. It was kind of before I came to that whole point of everything is energy. 
And yeah, I would just, um, you know, you have somebody stand up against a wall, you know, and at this point it was a, a light, a light wall I was using, but they actually say to use a darker one for ours. Um, but like, yeah, you kind of look past the person, maybe over their shoulder and you just rest your gaze and you will see like the white, you know, a white outline. And that's the easiest. And anybody can do this. This doesn't, you don't have to be special. You don't have to be, anybody can do this. And I'm sure most people do it without even knowing. Like I do it outside with the trees. You know, you can start to see the outline of all the trees. And, um, and then from then I started to try to like do colors. It's not something that I've practiced a whole lot. So it's not something I've put a lot of intent into, but I have come to just like even finding the outline on people. And so I'm sure if you keep at it, you end up seeing the actual colors. You know, like I've caught the colors on people, but it's not something I am super, you know, practiced in, mm -hmm. you know, but I just think it's cool enough when just even finding that understanding that everything is energy and then to even start by just seeing that white outline around people and anything really, because everything's energy. Yep. Just start off by seeing that. I, um, um, oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, that was, I was just kind of like introing that just by saying, just simply even just recognizing that energy is a thing first, you know, is like step one, if you've never done any of it before, you know? Yep. Yes. And you are so right in that you can practice to see them. Meditation with your eyes open is, I found a really good way of doing that. Like Brooke said, looking past or the technique that I use is putting something on a wall, like a little sticker or a sticky pad, a sticky note, or looking at a light switch, you know, maybe about three feet away from that object on the wall. I'll look at that, but I won't look at it. I will simply relax my eyes and I'll simply just see if I can notice in the peripheral vision of my eyes, the air move between me and that wall and that spot on the wall. Yeah, just seeing that the energy that's just all around. Yep. I've done my hand, like I'll do my hand. And I did see one time, um, uh, the first color I ever saw on myself looking at my hand was like a lime green. Hmm. Like, like I saw like the white energy around my fingers, but I saw it's like lime green line, like pop out as like an outline. Interesting. So that was kind of cool. And whenever I look at like flowers and stuff, they all have like a violet. Yeah. They all have like a violet aura. So it's like I see in that way, but like I, I can't look at somebody and see the rainbows and go, oh, over here, we have an issue. You know, I haven't gone that far yet, yep. you know, but it's um, definitely fun to play with, just totally. seeing the energy on things. Totally. To even start playing. So, well, what is, so, well, how do we define, what is the aura? Brooke, and we said this before we hopped on here today, we were talking about this, and I liked your explanation of it, if you want to. You want to explain what, what you did I say about the shockers? <laughs> well, it's a, it is our electromagnetic energy field. Yeah, and it's just, but it's the shockers that are emanating from our body that are coming out in each of those layers because the aura corresponds to every uh, yeah. every chakra. Yes. Yes. And then but, yeah, go ahead. No, so like I said, I put things in simple terms. So yeah. remember, like your rainbow, Roy G. Biv. You know, and there's times when I'm referring to people's chakras that I still have to go in my head like Roy G. Biv. Like, you know, if somebody says, you know, what color is the heart chakra? 
I do know that that one's green, but I still sometimes will have to go, okay, red, orange, yellow, green. Okay, green, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, so it does correspond starting with your root is where the red starts and then it goes up and then the last one being the violet yep. of like the Roy G. Biv. Yeah. So, so yeah. So the aura layer or layers are aspects of the chakra that are just emanating from your body that go start at the, the closest one to your body is the root chakra harsh mm-hmm. chakra. But the, the first layer of the aura is called the etheric body. It's about a half inch, uh, to one to two inches from your body. And <clears throat> so just to explain it a little bit, uh, 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 to add to what Brooke was saying is each chakra has an energy system that runs through your body back and front. And then from that, though, that actually emanates more and more outside of your body. Now, there have been so many studies on this and how you can literally feel this energy. So empaths, when you walk by somebody and you're picking up an energy from a person that you're simply walking by, that's what you're picking up. You're, you're, you can feel that, that aura, the, the, the energy from the auras and how uh, strong they are. Now, sometimes you feel a block or sometimes you feel the happiness that lies within it. All depends on the person and how they feel. The first layer of the auric field body is the etheric body. Again, it's a half inch to one to two inches from the body. And it is the uh, mirror. Oh, and just to give you guys a heads up, all this information that I'm about to say mostly in in, uh, this little outline that I have is from a book called Hands of Light by Barbara Ann Brennan. Hands of Light by Barbara Ann Brennan. So, Hands of Light. Yeah, just to, I know that's backwards on the video, but I just want to. It's actually it. not. Oh, wasn't it? <laughs> nope. Oh, very cool. Okay. Yeah. It is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just want to cite my work and give credit where credit is due. That's where all this is coming from. Also, my second level Reiki teacher gave me uh, the outline form, uh, Connie Bell Dixon, and I have uh, shared some of her work on my facebook page too so just just to make sure i give credit where credit is due guys but anyway so that first layer is the closest to your body and it is the energetic mirror of your physical body so if you have ailments that you're feeling uh you have aches and pains or or something within your body is bothering you it's going to be represented in your aura in that first layer of the etheric body mm-hmm. connected to your root chakra um, the second layer, oh, its color also can be light blue or colorless. So it could, like a clear, um, actually see, see through it. Uh, sometimes, uh, yeah, sometimes I will see it almost outlined in like, um, like a white, you know? Yeah. So, but in this book, it, it actually it dictates a color to it. Now, the second layer tied to your sacral chakra is the emotional body. Now, this one, I do see pretty, not, I don't want to say frequently, but I do see it on occasion. Um, It's about three to five inches separated from the body. Now, some of the, some of the notes that are here are, uh, indicate that it's composed of clouds, usually indefinable shapes of various colors and size. Now, that I can tell you 
I have seen. As a matter of fact, just last week, I saw, saw a purpleness that manifested itself literally right from this woman. I was um, working with a teacher and there was a there was this purple that just came out from from around her. Um, ah. Yeah, really, really cool. But that all that is all tied to her inner feelings and related. So the 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 emotional body, the second layer of the aura is tied to your emotional body. Yep. And can change in color, usually is three to five inches from your body and associated with those inner feelings and um, how you're feeling at that moment. So this could, can change. I've done Reiki on people where I have seen, I've seen the color um, pretty dark and then, or pretty bright. And mm -hmm. that actually can be impactful into how somebody is feeling. The more bright it is, the more lighter they are, the more dark and dense it is, the more heavy they may be feeling at that time. You clearly don't want to make those assumptions, but you do, if you're going to talk to somebody about it, you might want to be aware of that. I've seen my old boss with red, um, and obviously some people indicate red is uh, in, a, an aspect of anger. And it was funny because when I brought it up to him, he goes, that's interesting <laughs> you say that because I did have a really bad morning. <laughs> yeah. That. That's what I said. Because, well, you know, it also goes well with like courage and leadership. But yes, anger is also attached to that. <laughs> exactly. Well, he didn't have much courage or leadership. So I'm going to go with So we're going to go with anger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to leave well, that guy. He was so intense. And and those lower three chakras are attached more with the um, the physical plane. Yes. You know, and with the, uh, with the lower aspects of ourselves that we want to send love to. <laughs> totally. Totally. That angry man needed to send himself some love. <laughs> yes. Oh, so many, many meditations on that guy. And I, I do. I do. Lot, but it's funny. <laughs> so, all right, the third layer is the mental body related to your third chakra or the solar plexus. Uh, spans about three to 10 inches from the body and usually yellow, goldish in color. Um, vibrational level of thoughts and mental processes. So basically a representation of your current thoughts. And that's, we feel a lot there. That is where, yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's the area where I think like they even call that like our, like our second brain. You know, oh, that's dude. like our whole, where we get our gut. You know what I mean? The intuition. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, that's that, that's that part that when you got like that belly ache or you've got, you know, I think a lot of our issues just on our, in the physical plane, I think that that feel like that that's where they sit. Like, I feel like that's a spot like on myself that if nowhere else, like I need daily clearing there. And actually it's been better over the last couple of years, but I used to really have some um, belly issues there. And um, matter of fact, ever, and this is why we tell you find a healing modality. Magically, when I started Reiki, I'd had stomach issues for about 10 years. By the time I was done with my Reiki course, it took me a while to realize, I was like, I haven't had my stomach aches anymore. Mm -hmm. Like stomach aches that I had for a solid 10 years or as long as I can remember, 
when I started getting into um, Reiki as a healing modality, stomach aches gone. Yep. You know, so now, you so before I couldn't really go by my gut because my gut was always messed up, you know, but like now that I know I've had, I have it cleared for the most part, now I'll listen to it more. So now if I do have a stomach ache, since it's rare now, I'm like, okay, what is going on? You know, what am I supposed to be listening to? Or, you know, so now I pay more attention to it, to it before I didn't even pay attention to the stomach aches because they were always there. Mm-hmm. But now I definitely pay more attention to my gut since it's not there all the time. Yeah. Well, and you know, so that's interesting. When, when, now, do you work on clearing this energy like intentionally or did that, that happen organically as a result of you doing Actually that happened organically. Mm -hmm. I never with, um, you know, even when I first did Reiki, even though I understood intent, Mm-hmm. I didn't fully understand intent. Like, you know what I mean? It was that, you know, I wasn't there yet, but no, this like without full intent went away. Gotcha. Now, something I always did, I always put my hand on my belly, you know, so I would always do that. And like, so now when I do it, it's definitely more with an intent because mm-hmm. what we we're going to talk about was how you can picture your chakras like cylinders, you know, like a look at like a, a roll of a paper towel roll or a toilet paper roll. And that your chakras one through six, not counting your crown, they all are like a, you know, you can picture like a cylinder, you know, going through them. And you can picture that how your aura flows is that energy goes through that cylinder in the front and then goes out that cylinder in the back and, you know, goes around your body. But if something happens to where that gets blocked, then that's when that energy is not flowing. The CR chakras are made to keep energy flowing unless it's blocked. So yes, now if I were to get a bellyache, I'm at the point where I would consciously, you know, maybe put my hand there or not even put my hand there. Maybe I would just picture that, you know, white light flowing through the front of that tube and out the back of that tube and dissolving whatever, you know, was in there. Um, but yes, when this, when my belly aches first went away after Reiki, it was not even conscious. Hmm. It was just something that I feel maybe happened to me through getting attuned. Maybe right. just. Oh, sorry. I didn't. Yeah. Are you able to detect blocks in your, in your own energy? To be honest, up in this is why I say, like, I get so grateful when you bring up topics that I hadn't really thought of before mm-hmm. because it's like, no. I really don't, I've never worked on like necessarily, I can't say never. Cause like I said, like even with um, Nova and I, like we work on, you know, like the one time she cleared my heart. So like as much as I'm aware, but it's not something I do daily. And I think we should actually have a daily check-in. I, I agree. Like it would take maybe not even five minutes if you really wanted to, but starting at that root going How's that feel down there? Okay, well, let me just get some energy flowing. Let me just start pulling that energy in the front. And that's a fun game to play too. Like I said, like fun game is when you start to see energy on people. Mm -hmm. Another fun game is when you start moving energy through your body. It's fun. Like, you, I mean, you feel it, you know. So yeah, so I think maybe it, it is something I should incorporate into my daily. Just taking a few minutes to go, let me check out this route. All right, let's get that energy 
flowing. Okay, let's check out the sacral. Okay, let's get this energy flowing. Mm-hmm. You know, so I definitely want to incorporate that. Yeah. That's why I said there's so many things you want to incorporate, you know? <laughs> there really is. But you are right. Like, I don't know. And, 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 and guys, we tell you this information, um, you know, because it's helpful. And I agree with you, Brooke. I don't, fe- I do do work on myself, but not yet yeah, to the level at which I think I should. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't think any of us do. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. Which, you know, which is probably why it is such a good idea to have friends that are into this because you can yeah. work on each other and you can pick things up from each other. Yes. Because so often do we tend not to work on ourselves. Right. Because that's why I say like, I, you know, and I think this is a human thing, just in the simple way that we're, it's easy for us to point out stuff wrong with somebody else, you know, but it's like that we're always maybe working on somebody else. Maybe we're always working on one of our kids or we're always working on that one coworker. We're trying to send them light. We're trying to like clear them. And we tend to not look at ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's so true. So, well, and that's the one thing we need to be doing is checking in with ourselves. We really do. I, it's, it's funny because just the other day, all right, I, I think I brought it up before. I'm working with this little kid who is, is dealing with some stuff that he's seeing. And mm-hmm. I, I did clearing on him and his family. And then how I see blocks, I can pick up on blocks. And how I see that is as I'm doing work on you, my mind, when I hit a block, I can go through shockers, right? In my mind, I can go through your shocker, right? And if I'm flowing freely, I know it's open. When I get to a block, my mind immediately goes away from whatever my focus was on whatever shocker I was on. It goes away. And then I struggle to bring it back in there, which is telling me, okay, there's a block here. Yeah. Well, the other day I was doing work on myself. Uh, like I said, I don't do it often enough, but, um, but I was doing it on myself and I did get some blocks. Um, and I forget where they were at the moment, but yeah, it took me a little while to, to really clear my aura. And maybe we can talk about that at the end, how we would do that. Yeah. Uh, which I think we, 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 we have talked about before, but we'll, we'll reiterate. So yeah, you cool if we go on? Yeah, yeah, we better. We're getting off topic. We better get back on there. Yeah, really. Well, yeah, yeah. It's well, on, like it's, everything's on topic. It's like we say, right. everything is everything. So true. So true. <laughs> so well, the four, we're on fourth. The fourth layer is the heart, and the heart is such a major player in your chakra system, in your aura layers, in our communication to the divine. Obviously, the crown is the, the, the connection there to the divine, but the heart is the bridge. That is what ties us into the physical realm, you know, between the spiritual and the physical. It's really through the heart. So um, the fourth layer is called the astral body mm-hmm. or the astral plane. And similar to the second layer, it is multicolored clouds, dimmer and harder to see. Uh, They span about a half a foot to one and a half feet away from the body. It's the physical, emotional, and I am reading a little bit from that little outline that I showed you guys earlier, the physical, emotional, and mental levels and related to the heart chakra. Uh, It's 
as we stated, the bridge between lower vibration physical plane and the higher vibrational spiritual plane. And all energy passes through this, um, through this astral plane and uh, going from one world to another. And a lot of people, you will hear astral projection, astral plane. <coughs> They're tapping into this, to this part of their aura and to the astral planes of above, you know, to the, to do this, uh, this, this travel, if you will, you know, which I have not done before, but um, at least I don't know. Uh, anyway, but that's what they're tapping into that aspect of their, of their energy field. And they're able to manipulate and use that part of their astral body to maneuver between worlds. And it's because they can tap into that heart space that that astral body so well that allows them the ability to maneuver between worlds because that is the bridge. So, um, yeah, and I feel like the heart is just one of the easiest ones to feel or oh, the ones we use the most. Because yeah. I know whenever I'm trying to like, like somebody who um, like just has no idea, you know, about any of this stuff that we usually discuss, like somebody like my mom, you know, and so I'm trying to like explain to her about how to feel something or um, so like, I'll, I'll go, all right, mom, think about like concentrate on this area of you right now. And I'll go up to her and like, I'll, I'll, you know, grab her by her arms and touch her and go, I love you so much. And I'm like, did you feel that? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, like, you know, she's like, I felt, I was like, okay, like that is energy. Like that's, you know, that's one of those places that you've really it's like i feel like it's our easiest feeler for energy is right there but like that's a way like that people who have no idea about energy or anything that I, that's like one of the ways i get them to feel it at least for that first time to recognize it yep you it's know? also it's also one i feel like we deny a lot like people that haven't opened up fully yet it's one because you feel like you want to show love to people and then yet you kind of the ego mind gets involved there and it's like, mm, yeah, but I'm not going to, you know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, even sometimes, um, you know, even with our kids, like sometimes we, uh, I don't know, like I know people that are, you know, their kids will be crying and they'll just be like, suck it up, you know? And, and, it, and it's in that, it's in that loving aspect of the heart that you would want to show compassion yeah. to these individuals. And we sometimes resist that. Yeah. And when you open up the heart a little bit more, you're more receptive to that and you move past that initial thought of resistance and you go with it. Yeah. Yep. As the pride, pride, yeah. pride gets in our way. Right. But yeah, I was, I was the suck it up mom for a long time. Um, and then that's why I say like, I, I've done a little bit of everything and I have seen that love is the answer <laughs> yeah i have done things the hard way i've done the rub the dirt in. i've done the oh get out of here with that but i found that all in all you want to create another stable wonderful functioning human being love is the answer <laughs> you have some amazing stories with that too that you know <laughs> if you ever feel compelled to share here yeah definitely because they are really i honestly i feel like you have influenced me a lot in some of your stories you know with how compassionate you were to uh people in your life and you know how far you were willing to go in 
the idea of love, you know, and to show yeah. that unconditional love. To and me. I think it's because, you know, I, I have some ugly moments in my life, you know, and I'm very grateful for those ugly moments that I got to a point to where I was just like, this doesn't work. This is, this doesn't work. There's gotta be another way. There's gotta be a better way. So when, you know, you, we talk about thanking the darker parts of ourselves. Thank you darkness for showing me what doesn't work and how I don't want to be. Love that. Man. You know? Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's been a, I mean, it's been a work, like, you know, it's like you came back into my life when I'm like, woo, sunshine, rainbows, you know, but it was a lot of work getting to where I am now. And I, I know that through trial and error, that love and compassion is 100% the answer. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. But I love your stories too. And yeah, it's good stuff. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so, okay, on to the fifth layer, which is your throat chakra, tied to your throat mm -hmm. chakra, is called the etheric template body. The second, or was the first layer, is called the etheric body. The fifth layer is called the etheric template body. So there is a little bit of a difference. It's a deep blue radiance, uh, not as bright as the third layer, and shaped like an eggshell. It's about a, one and a half to two feet from the body and mirrors surface and inner structure of your physical body and mirrors vibrations above and below. Um, so, oh, sound creates, sound is very um, impactful here and definitely relates to your throat chakra. So a lot of the vibrations that we hear um, can, can impact the throat chakra. And that's where we come with the ohm, the mantras. That's what I was going to say. I've been humming a lot lately. Like oh. I've been like, that's like my, um, it's like, I can't ever suggest it to my students. Cause I'm like, you're going to drive your classmate insane. You're going to drive your teacher insane. But I was like, but if you're, you know, walking to the bathroom or walking from the cafeteria or like, just, I said, just hum, just, mm, cause it helps that, that vagal response. And then it calms your nervous system. But um, that's a big calmer, yeah. But the ohm, but like, yeah, I'll be in the car by myself, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> <"Om." Yeah. laughs> it calms you though. It works. <laughs> that humming, just that it, humming. It totally does. You can feel that vibrate in your body, and that vibration is so cool. So, yeah. Like so, yeah, totally. And well. To actually add to that, the next, the next uh, note that we have here is body illnesses can be healed through the etheric template body. And it is exactly through those types of mantras, the ohms, the, um, the I am statements, all can be used to help heal the body because they set these vibrations within us that help lift us. So yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Um. And actually, I would love to get into sound frequency with you one day because that is really, it's a huge player. Well, huge since you brought it up. Use. Yeah. Since you brought it up and since we're talking about the chakras and the auras. Yes. I was somewhere one day and they were like, they found that I was a little weird. So they're like, hey, would you like to go to two scientists who have worked with Russian scientists to have your R read? And I'm like, Heck yeah. They're like, yeah, what's right? in the basement at their house? I'm like, sweet, sign me up. Whoa. <laughs> this is interesting. Okay. 
this was a beautiful older couple in a beautiful home and there so they had this um he invented this um kind of vibrating bed we, he calls it you go there to ride the wave mm -hmm. so it's like this bed that vibrates at certain vibrations mm -hmm. okay but, but before he starts what he does and this was um i guess from the russians he has this little um, box, like a camera, and you put each finger in, and it takes this um, energetic, it takes an energetic picture. Mm -hmm. So you do each finger, and then I have the printout. I wish I had it to hold up for you guys. And through each finger, the energetic reading that it puts out, it creates, it gives you a reading of your whole aura. So which the, the picture that's generated through using each of your fingers, ends up generating them a picture of your whole aura. And um, to my surprise, Edwin, it also, pick, it also gives you a picture of your um, chakras within you. So usually what they do when people go pay them for this service, they do this kind of before picture. And you'll see for most people like chakras vary out of line, which that's fine. Doesn't mean anything's wrong with, I mean, it doesn't it does indicate that you're off balance but like it's not like oh my gosh if you look at something and see that your chakras are off it doesn't mean you're a bad person or there's something wrong with you it can be fixed <laughs> but so surprisingly when she showed nova and i our chakras they were like do you meditate every day and i'm like like i know i should but i don't and like they were like highly impressed with how aligned nova and i chakras were and we were pretty shocked too because here we thought we were a little out of whack but what they do is they show people this um you know which sometimes come up as a misalignment and then they do their treatment through this bed of this vibration and frequency and they also do um their headphones don't go over your ears they go on that bone right there to vibrate yeah. and so they do sound healing and then what they show you is that afterwards they show you how um like they have the tools they have the scientific tools to physically show you how your chakras will be more aligned after this yeah. and how your aura is fluffier and bigger after this you know, so they didn't do the after for Nova and I, because they were like, why are you guys so lined up? And we were like, I don't know. <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> maybe just on the ride here, we were so excited about coming here. And maybe we just like all this energy just maybe started flowing for us. I don't know. But um, yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool. But like, really? she also explained that um, one of the women that trained her to read the auras, like we're giving you the easy of it. We're giving you the like, oh, if you see a dark spot here or like in this picture, if you see a break there or a thinning somewhere, you know that there's something wrong. Mm -hmm. But she said the people that trained her how to read this energy, even like through like the pictures that come out from your fingertips of the energy readings, specific. Nice. Like these professionals in Russia can go, um, you had some daddy issues here. You had a breakup at 16 here. You, I mean, like yeah. this stuff can get detailed, detailed. Yes, totally. Actually, I have a friend that, I'm sorry, I, you're just want to make Yeah, I'm good. I know people that, and have worked with people before where they feel them. So they'll start out, you know, out, they'll start out above your head or your body and they'll come in and they can detect the differences 
in each layer with their hands. And then they'll tell you, yeah. okay, because it's here, I can tell that you have, yeah, like you said, daddy issues or mommy issues. Yeah. Like that. It is really- Like this stuff can get specific. It really can. You are totally, yeah, that's, that's true. It's a great point. A lot of psychics, I feel, that, like when you're talking about uh, aura readings and stuff like that, I feel like that's primarily psychic abilities and, you know, that, that energy reading, you know, yeah. like mediums, you know, I, I don't feel, I mean, they can probably do it. They probably just don't work on it enough. Well, that's why I said we share so many tools with people, but you have to understand that there are people that take, you know, one item and really master it. Yes. Like, you know, I, you know, I'm, I always say I'm Jane of all trades, master of none. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like I dabble a little bit in everything. Like, and, but there are certain things that come up that I find I'm more about. And, but I don't believe that I've mastered anything yet in my life. But yeah, I mean, there are people that will take one skill and hone in on that so that they can master that. Yep. You know? Yep. And that's what we're seeing here. I'm sorry. I was just, I was just digging real quick to find that my folder, but oh, I did find it. I did find it. I did find it. All right. So just to show you, I need to get their names and share these people. They're, um, that would be cool. Cause I would like to go. Yes. So here was like each finger. Mm. So they do this finger, like your energy comes out from those and um, like, yeah, like with my first right finger, it's connected to the right eye, the nose, the ear, the left. So each thing is so specific. And then through the finger, it ends up showing you, it gives you like a printout. And so I don't know. I, she, she said that she said this was good. She was, she was impressed. Um, but I don't know, but like, I guess like when you read this, you can look for where breaks are. You can look for where... Like I said, this was like some high tech. So, and then this was cool. This was how lined up I was. I couldn't believe it. I would have never thought I was lined up in anything in my life. But that is how mine came out. Holy moly. Yes. That's and so awesome. you, and the fact is, is like what they were saying, they're like, even if you were anywhere in that green bar, they said you would have been okay. She's like, believe it or not, we have people that come that those chakras are actually outside of that green. Mm. And I'm like, wow. But, um, you know, and they give you like some specifics like down here and over here, like, I don't know what it all means, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but they give you specifics. But she said that there's people that are actually outside of that green. And I was like, she's like, yeah, you would have been good if she's like, but look how, I was like, yeah, look how lined up I am. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was, I, I was, that was that was pretty cool to see. Well, but yeah, then I couldn't I couldn't use my excuse if I'm on balance today. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you have to, yeah. If you don't mind, can if you get that information, man, I would love to have it. Yeah, they do like a lot. They go to nursing homes. And they do sound um, healing for people. Like, yeah, they hmm. they are a beautiful little little couple. That's so awesome. I'll have to like get their names. I know it was like they're both their names start with a J like john and judy or you know something but like they are they are just adorable gotcha all right is that in delaware yeah yeah okay. and yeah so their house is in middletown and like i know when we pulled up we saw like they had a um like a van that had like their business stuff on the side i 
I should have gotten way more about them because they did this for her and I um, for free because they were, we were we were their guinea pigs. Mm. He wanted more people to ride the wave and share their experience. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it was interesting because I think Nova and I, we had these high expectations of ourselves. So we were like, but what he's found is that people that have very little belief or faith in these kind of things, they're the ones that end up having the extraordinary experiences. Mm -hmm. Like the people that go in with no expectations and go in with, yeah, so it was cool though, but I'll have to find your names and share them. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I have seen people that do that around the country. Like I was saying, there's a couple in Jersey that does it. Uh, I seen them in Arizona when I was there. Um, so that is definitely something that's out there. And uh, yeah, pretty cool though. Um, all right. Well, thank you for sharing that though, because that really yeah. is a really cool. And such a crazy experience that <laughs> you just explained there. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, um, the sixth layer is the called the celestial body and multicolored, softly flowing streams and soft streaks of light coming from the center of the body in all directions. Uh, so if you think of like, um, like a, a, let me see what the oh multicolored. I was going to say this like golden white light kind of emanating from your body, but this is multiple colored. So, um, but enlightenment, intuitive level, and related to the third eye. So definitely um, the third eye and the sixth chakra is is all about wisdom. And this uh, this celestial body or the sixth layer of the aura spans about two to four feet from the body. And the reason that there is a a gap there between, you know, two to four feet and six to three inches or, or a half a foot to one and a half feet. The reason for that gap is the level of your energy and how, um, how in alignment you are. Like if you are uh, low vibrational, mo much of the time or run by fear or some of these low vibrational feelings, then your aura is definitely going to be lower in distance, you know, so you're going to be on the lower end of the scale here on how far it reaches your body. The more energetic you are and the more light that you bring into it, the more vibrant it is, the more bright it is, the further out it goes. And that's also another thing that you can work on is expanding that aura as you align your chakras, like Brooke was just showing, as you align them and bring more light into them, they will grow and expand and you can have it expand like the size of a room. You know, I, I've seen some people try to expand it 20 feet. So, and then you purposely walk by unhappy people and shower them with your rainbow aura. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It's, you it's stick so, them in your field. <laughs> yeah. Well, so one thing that interests me is like what you just said, people, um, are, that are unhappy, they might actually be picking up other people's aura and not even knowing it, you know, which yeah. is unfortunate. But they like they feel this sadness and they think it's theirs and they own it. And then they act in that manner and they don't even realize they're actually picking up the environment or yeah. a person that's. So I just moved to my room because I heard my oldest son crying. <laughs> oh, and no, it's okay. It's, and he doesn't know that he picks up so much from other people mm. and it ends up coming out like once he's held so much in 
it ends up coming out in the form of like a meltdown or like in a, you know, and I'm always trying to say like, oh, buddy, if you only knew, like, this isn't yours, you know, and maybe some of it is, you know, we, we have to face that too with ourselves that sometimes it is ours. Okay. And sometimes we do have to look at it and um, do what we have to do with it and just, or let it dissolve into the light. But um, sometimes it's not. And I, he's somebody who takes in those energies from people. Does and uh, yeah, so. In it, he doesn't. He is, um, he does, like he does. Um, he's actually really receptive to when I try to give him advice or, but you know, when we're in the moment, you know, it, it took me, I'm 42 years old. And I mean, it, it took me up to the last couple of years to even really, you know, start to get there, yep. you know, and you think about him being 18, I think about myself at 18 and, oh, you know, yeah. so it's like. As much as they understand, they still, they, they got a lot of stuff going on. They almost have to figure it out for themselves. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Right. It's like their own, well, divine timing, you know, because I feel yeah. like my son is also an empath and he doesn't, he, he, he's like your son, exactly what you're explaining. And my son's 26 and uh, yeah. he's still like, yeah, you know. Yes, I give him I give him tidbits and hopefully they'll pop in his tools later. You know what I mean? Like I give him little tidbits and little, you know, but yeah, I guess it's 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 their journey too. Exactly. I agree. Yep. All right. Uh seventh layer is and last final one is the causal, also known as the catharic body. Um causal actually is 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 also a chakra. Uh, right above the seventh layer, that's the eighth layer. It's the causal chakra, right outside. Uh, I was gonna say because I hadn't. When you said that, I was like, I haven't heard of that. But like I said, we always talk about the seven main chakras, but that there are so many more. Totally. You know, in this energetic field, goes way outside of us. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So right, well, right above the crown chakra, you have the causal, and then above that, which I, you, you'll hear like different. Hey, it's like it spans 12 feet above your head. You know, you'll hear all different. Don't get into those details. You know, different people tap into you yourself and see what you feel like. Even at the information that we give you, Brooke and I, you know, don't don't take it at face value. Tap into you and see what you start to get. Yeah, it's so important because you don't want to. You don't want to rely completely on what we're saying. I mean, this whole process is you developing your intuition and and, and yeah. I say as long as we're here, we're learning. And I mean, there's I, I learn things from the beginning of a podcast to the end of a podcast, mm -hmm. you know. And then there's even times that a podcast is over. The next couple of days, I think about something like we said, and I'm like, well, as true as that was, there's also this aspect of that. There's also this aspect of that. Nope. So yes, oh, you know, don't ever take anybody's full word. You know, we're all human beings here. You know, don't ever take anybody's full word. Always keep yourself open to more information and energy. Well, one, I had a guy reach out to me that listens to the podcast frequently, Jim. Um, he reached out to me and he asked me before. Hi, he Jim. <laughs> <laughs> he asked me before, why do I do research? Because he was saying, if, you, if you're getting communication from above, why would you have to do any kind of your own research? But really, what, what they do, what I have realized is that 
as we do our research, they, our minds are like a database and we have to continue to put information into that database. But what they do is they use what is there and they expand on that. So they'll put stuff in front of me all the time. They'll, they'll put the information there, but I have to actually go and read it. And then from there, they'll just expand on it. Yes. That's how that's part of how they help us. So like, yes, I will get the idea, Mm -hmm. you know, they will give me the idea or maybe it's my higher self, or maybe it is a specific entity giving me the idea. But then next thing I know, I'll be scrolling along on Amazon and this something about the cover of a book will catch my eye and I'll order it based off the cover for some dumb reason. And I get open it up and realize, wait, this is what I've been thinking about. Mm-hmm. That's their way. That's how they show us information. That's how they share us. And then if you're even still questioning, then you can sometimes ask like, okay, was this from you? And sometimes you'll get a hint of validation even after that, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, that is how they share with us, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if we go in as an empty vessel, in our minds with no information, it's tough for them to come in and go, okay, I have, you know, we're starting at ground zero. So it's just like, you know, you learn multiplication, but you first have to learn how to add, you know, and you learn how to add through first learning the numbers, you know, so it's, it's, it's just like that. And, and we work with other people, just like Brooke and I were saying earlier, how we don't work on each on ourselves enough. Yeah working on ourselves incorporates learning and researching and giving them an opportunity to work through what it is we are choosing to put in front of us. So yeah, definitely research is, is needed and uh, very helpful to them as they go. Um, I mean, I can't even tell you how, I mean, yeah. So anyway, it gives you, it gives you a baseline. And what I have found is that like, yes, only humans have written these books also and only, you know, but it gives them a baseline to work with when they see what you're involved in, it gives them that baseline. And then I found like, they will always correct me, you know, like they, they will correct you and they will help guide you through. So you can get like an idea, but don't ever make anything concrete. And then after that, they'll go, okay, like Brooke, you were on the right path when you said this. But you might want to think again about saying like, oh, that's the only way or you know what I mean? Like, I feel like they correct me, yep. you know, so I end up with better information. Totally. But like I said, we're always learning. So I don't ever assume I ever have that end result final answer, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Yeah, totally. Um, all right. So, but on this, uh, so on this seventh layer, did I say, actually, uh, the, the causal, I'm sorry, I'm just adding the different chakras up above. The causal, the soul star, and then the galactic, no, gosh, why am I, I'm having a brain freeze at the moment. Soul star. But the other energy grid that goes continues yeah. to go up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then below your feet, you have the earth star chakra. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but anyway, just to give you a heads up about that. But the, on the seventh layer, you got the causal or the catharic body, and the causal is also a chakra, um, is fine or transparent eggshell shaped and a soft glowing light about three feet above the body associated with the universal consciousness and obviously the crown chakra. Uh, contains the life plan 
and sole contract then reflects all experiences past and present. So a little bit of the Akashic Records is also uh, tied into this seventh layer, which makes complete sense. Wow, just had an epiphany here because... Nice. Yeah, because the Akashic Records are kept from what I've, from all the research that I've done, kept in the seventh dimension. So that uh-huh. makes complete sense. Interesting. Yeah, that, yeah, that is interesting. And being popped in, I'm just going to say that's truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and then what we were saying about how you can look at all your chakras as cylinders going this way in the front energy flowing at the back, the crown is not like that. The crown you can look at inside, but that it's actually coming up, you know, and that's where the energy goes up and around that seventh layer, all the way around, and even down under our feet, like into the earth, and then back up, and then back through. So that's how that one circulates. So all the other ones go in through the front, out the back, and circulate around us. It's just the crown one that goes out and around. So is that how you, is that what you picture when you're trying to clear one or open one, balance it, whatever? Um, And like I said, up until you brought this topic up. It's not something I had, I do, I will now, mm, you know, it. like this is definitely some things I'm going to start incorporating and visualizing and definitely will help a lot with intention. Mm. Yeah. And, and yeah, you're right on intention. It's so important. I mean, almost anything you do with the intent, you know, any, any movement you put in there that you're looking to clear them, open them, balance them, whatever. Um, is important and a technique that i use i forget if i even said this now is i will envision a a white light if i'm clearing a chakra whether it be on me or someone else i'll picture this golden white light coming from above and i'll picture the uh the auras and i'll picture light filtering in the all seven layers and that white light goes and i'll also picture the aura being kind of like wavy you know so kind of kind of like that picture that you showed and then what i'll do is the white light as the white light overcomes that portion of the of the layer um and the body everything begins to smooth out so that is my representation of it being cleared and like i said if i get to a block i will notice that my mind struggles to stay on that as that location and it'll start to go somewhere else and I'll have to fight to keep it back, keep it on that area. And then I have to bring more energy into it. Yeah. To eventually it clears out, you know, but it takes some time. Just be aware of that. Like as you're doing these meditations, if you feel like your mind is struggling to stay on it, when you get to a point that absolutely could be a representation of a block or a little, an area that needs a little bit more attention and light. Yeah. I think each layer has a certain frequency, right? Also. Yep. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But yeah, we really do need to get in the frequencies at some. I know. Well, maybe, maybe we'll do the frequencies next time. Yeah. Yeah, because we keep saying that. But yeah, I mean, just the whole purpose of our um, chakras is to keep the energy flowing, to keep that flow, mm-hmm. and then um, the thing is to like we can create more energy with our chakras. You know, there's times that you can call your own energy back, but we're also capable of creating more energy to flow through our chakras. So just with intent. Yeah. So true. 
and and actually i just i just for whatever reason i got brought back to uh when we did the rays of light and enoch was saying that we can manifest things through the light why well, i'm sure he was talking about more than just those seven rays and we can incorporate the light yeah well i okay. think there is the layer of our aura that is attached to manifestation i think there is a specific color i don't know which one it is mm -hmm. but i believe that there's a specific layer that is attached with manifestation yeah i don't know why but i keep hearing yellow i i, okay. I would be curious to look at that though i don't yeah so um hearing at the moment well, yellow is communication yeah um yellow has to do with communication and teacher and intelligence yeah well, if That's I where i saw that i remember like seeing it somewhere i remember seeing manifestation and i was just like oh, okay i'll check that out later yeah. so maybe yeah it'd be funny if it is yellow but i wouldn't be surprised if it's one of our friends going yeah yellow yellow <laughs> <laughs> yeah and don't quote me on that it's just something that was coming up at the moment but yeah oh um, so, you know what though no because i'm here and believe 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 so and, and honestly, when it comes down to it, there is no wrong. You know, I mean, we can, it's, you know, tap into your own feelings and, and see what, what speaks to you and, and trust it. So, um, yeah, I guess I'll trust it there. Trust it. <laughs> All right. Um, Brooke, do you have anything else to add at the moment? No, I think, um, I think I'm good. All right. I've had a peaceful mind lately. Like I'm, like I said, I, I dig it, but <laughs> I agree. Totally agree. Um, yeah, I haven't been as well. Haven't been getting the information like I used to. And now, yeah, it's a little yeah. differently. It's a, it's a calm. Yeah. It's different. Mm -hmm. It's different. Like I said, it's not good or bad or it's just been different lately. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Exactly. All right. Um, you you qualify try to channel here yeah for some for some reason i'm really anticipating this today oh beautiful i don't, I don't know <laughs> well, i'll be straight with you i was shocked that i wasn't getting more like feeling more throughout this one and i right before i asked you that i was sitting here going i don't know maybe i won't even channel because i'm not feeling a whole lot yeah and no joke right then they were like nope we're here please do so i was like oh okay okay <laughs> let's do this yeah <laughs> greetings my beings my people archangel shamuel here this is interesting Awesome. Trust my friends, it. yeah. My friends, present we are. Enoch is present as well. However, there is a message of love and peace that I would like to transpire, transpose to bring forth to all individuals listening and that will listen in the future as we guide individuals to these messages of love that you too are bringing forth to so many. Archangel Samuel speaking, we are beings of light, beings of love and beings of the creator, messages of messengers of peace, love, healing, 
guidance that we bring forth to you all through these podcasts, these messages. These are not aspects of our beautifulness. We are, they are aspects of our beautifulness. I'm sorry. I, I feel like I'm getting distortions. Um, we are aspects of the creator that are bringing forth these messages of peace, love, hope, guidance, truth be in these aspects of messages. And we ask that we all, you all, begin to incorporate these healing aspects into your life for they are helpful to the alignment of our beings with you all in this realm. There are, is a representation of an onion, if you will. I don't know where this is going, to be honest with you. I don't know what is happening. Just go with it. Go with it. But I can see an onion. And I okay. feel like I've gotten that representation before. Yes, it is an aspect that we would like the to layers. communicate to. Yes. An aspect that we would like to communicate to you all about for the onion is an actual physical representation of what we are communicating about when we speak of healing, healing the outer core of the physical body and soul in the third dimensional realm. You, your soul are agreeing upon to incorporate light and bring light forth into the core of an onion, if you will, the realm of earth. As you are born, you are light. And as you are developing, you are feeling the densities more and the veil begins to thicken. However, it is through these auric layers and the light within you that you open up to that begins to shine light through the onion, through the core, from the inside out. Okay, so I can see an onion and I can see like an infant and he, he she is shining but i can see this light that shines through it coming from inside out this is an aspect of this this is an aspect of truth that we speak of at this very moment for what is happening during birth is the light shines brightly and thus children may see more freely however the density of this realm thickens the veil and distorts the view but the view is still there, my children. You are all capable of seeing it. As you incorporate the healing aspects of your energy field, which was discussed today, you will begin to align more with your view, with your line of sight. Be more of the light, and this will allow for the core to shine even more. Once the core shines with the light that is needed, the onion can no longer carry much density, for you are shining too brightly. And this is why it is so imperative that many humans at this time are rising. Your cores, your bodies are shining. Your energetic fields are vibrating at much higher frequencies than prior. Incarnations are happening at rapid paces at this point in time so that more light can be brought to this earth so that the porous onion can be shined through even more so. You are creating the holes that are needed for light to shine through the transparency, translucent, translucent 
energies of the onion, of the core, of the realm, this earth. Your light shines bright, brightly, and the vibrations that you carry with you are extremely important. These energy vibrations that you carry with you are, yes, carried through with you at the auric level. And these auric levels can expand greatly, well, well beyond your physical body, well beyond the three feet dimensions that were discussed in this podcast. They can go greatly, expand greatly beyond the physical body. But it is within this vibration that you expand that more light is brought to the body, within the body, and within the soul. It is from this auric layer body that much light can be brought to this realm. As you and your auric layers carry more light to this realm, more people can feel it. More light is brought into healing energy, brought into this realm, and thus excuse me, brought to all this realm, not just you and your energetic field. As a result of you carrying much of this energy, the light shines through, shedding more layers of density that are no longer needed, that are no longer supportive of this realm as this, as this earth ascends. For this earth cannot ascend without the human race rising in its own vibration to shed more light through the porous holes that are shed as a result of your light that you bring to you. So I am seeing a person standing there and I can see their aura growing. And then from there though, these shots of light energy are being shot basically from the, the, from the human body and the Yeah, I was aura. thinking like a lighthouse. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. That, that would be another good one. But then, but what I'm seeing is these shots of energy that are just shooting yeah. and they're almost shooting through like, there's this, uh, there's this, uh, co the, not core, there's this, uh, man, shield around earth and we are shooting light through it to allow more light to come in. Yes. Yes, for this is an accurate representation of what we are showing Christopher at this time for this is what is happening with the human race and why so many more souls that are growing and aligning with their true selves are, are being born at this very moment in time to bring more light to this realm. For we encourage you all earthlings, beings of light to understand that there is assistance coming. There is purposeful beings that are being reborn at this very moment in time to bring more and shed more light onto this realm to bring about the new manifestation of the mindset of peace and love, how that will be the overriding sensations, feelings, mindsets that are going to be incorporated by the human race in a not too distant future. We encourage you all to be of a peaceful mind at this very time, knowing that there is work being done on the back end to incarnate humans as rapid at a rapid pace so that they may align with their true purpose, their true self, their light, so that more light can be brought into not only them, but into this realm through the direct aspect of them rising in vibration and filling their auric layers with more light, opening up their chakras and aligning them with who they truly are. And thus more light will be brought to not only them, but to this realm. And for this, we are so grateful for the opportunity to speak with you today. It is aspects of Christopher's ego mind that doubt much of 
the communication as it first steps in. And for this, we are grateful for he is learning to incorporate much of the belief system into his mind to allow us to free flow in communication more, to relinquish the stagnation of staticness of our communication as he doubts sometimes what is or questions what is actually transpiring at that very moment because it is different than what he is typically used to. But this is something that is currently being worked on through his energetic field, his auric layers that have been discussed. Yes, these are important aspects of the growth of all human beings. And as you begin to silence them, if you will, meaning bring more light to them, silence their vibrations of density and fill them more with light raising and frequency, it is imperative, important to the growth of all beings. And for this, we are grateful. We will begin to help Christopher's Oracle layer become more silenced in density and more filled with light as he proceeds to not question as much as he does to allow for this free-flowing communication to happen as it will, for it is filled with light and love of God. And for this, we are truly grateful for all of you at this very moment and all, all moments. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. That that was awesome. Really interesting. Yes. <laughs> I want to open my eyes, but I feel like he's still there, like kind of in there a little bit. So I don't know. Ride the wave a little bit. Yeah. I'm not hearing anything. I just feel his presence. Yeah. You know? And I don't like nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think I was just telling you, I, it, it, Archangel Samuel has just come to me, just started the channel through me. I think it was last week. And, um, through a reading, yeah. Through a reading, exactly. Yes, thank you. And um, yeah, uh, it, it, I, I don't even know what to say. Anyway. Um, I think you, you just said it all. You know, and I saw you in the beginning kind of hold back. I was like, oh, yeah, just trust it, trust it, just go, just go. Um, gosh, that is just so cool to hear that stuff because it's just such confirmation for everything that I believe so much in my heart. You know, when, and when we believe something so much and then we start to question it, just because, you know, at this point, did I think at first or did I see somebody else say it or did I... And that was just like so much confirmation of like everything that I know is going on right now and everything that I feel because it's like, I'll, um, I'll stand outside, pretend I'm a lighthouse, <laughs> shooting my beam of light at all my neighbors That's all. and around, like when me and Lee are driving around, we'll like take our hands and we'll go pew pew, sending love like to people's houses, you know? And so like, they kind of give me confirmation that like, I'm really doing that. I'm really helping like spread that light just further outside. And then there's so many of us here that are this grid of light, just, you know, it, it's just really cool. That really is cool, actually. I, I yeah. love that idea. That's so awesome. Yeah. And then just the, um, you know, the whole density thing. So see, they help us. We don't, when we, when a density comes up in us, it's not just for us to face alone. It's not just for us to have to, I have to heal some of my own. Like, like he was saying with you, like 
they're going to do it, but you have to bring that up to be observed, but they are going to help dissolve these darknesses into light, like even for us with honestly little work on our part is what they're saying, you know, that they're going to help take care of these things inside of us just to trust and to, you know, just keep, keep holding the light basically. Oh. What I, I please forgive me because I don't remember I th th that one I was really confused about at first and I'm like what is going on here, um so a lot of my ego mind was like questioning stuff and I didn't catch a lot so what and then it was funny was, because I, you were even saying in the beginning that like oh there's some static that was almost like your ego mind creating that static totally yeah you know but oh, I guess where I was like spinning off from was a, a lot of stuff. Like I was spinning off from last week, we talked about um, like raising our vibrations and looking at things and what we have to do about them. And then throughout the week, I ran across a video. I love this chick. I hope I'm saying her name right. Her name is Lori Ladd. I started, some of her videos started popping up and they're pretty short videos. And, um, but I thoroughly enjoy like everything that she like says and brings about and in very um, simple terms, but she was talking about like, you know, people talk about raising your vibration. Like we talked about last week, she's like, our vibration is already high. It's these densities. And uh, she explains it much better than I do. I'm trying to like my best to articulate this. Um, but the densities in us, it's not necessarily up to us to go in and transmute that darkness. It's up to us to let that density come up and the light is going to actually naturally take care of it for us. Mm. And so there was some, so then, you know, we did our thing on raising vibrations. I came across her video on that. And then throughout like your channeling, there was, something else that was said that put all that connection together for me that was just that it's not just up to us it's up to us to let that density surface you know and not hold it down with alcohol or hold it down with something or you know hold it down just with our emotions or however it is whatever way shape or form it is that we like to shove these things back down but just if we just allow it to come up the light is actually going to take care of it for us. Mm -hmm. We just have to allow it to come up, you know, but a lot was said there, like a lot was said. Um, but a lot of it just kind of meaning like the same thing on that. I just love the confirmation that yes, we are ascending. I love the confirmation on that. This light is here. That energy is here. And we are, for every bit of density we are able or they're able to remove or you know us as light workers are able to help with we're creating that much more room for more light and higher vibration and we are in a fast forward right now um yeah but i think i think anybody who watches it I think it was pretty self-explanatory. Oh, okay. Like I know because it was new to you and like you're used to Enoch's wordings, you're used to, and I think, but I think whoever listens to it is going to totally get it. Oh, okay. It's going to totally understand it. it. It was, I mean, to me, I was like, yay, this is so awesome. So yeah, whoever watches it, like I'm over explaining right now. I need to just shut up. Like zip it, Brooke, <laughs> babbling Brooke, zip it. 
it was really self-explanatory. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think you do a great job of explaining stuff. So I would, <laughs> I would always encourage you to do it. I think you're freaking awesome when you do that. So, Thank you. You're awesome. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. But yeah, I'll, I think they'll get it. That was awesome. That was okay. awesome. Cool. I'll, I'll, I'll go back and listen to it. But all right. Yeah. I'm, so, yeah, whatever you need. I think we're good. That was awesome. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, you, Brooke, obviously, always, and all of you for listening. I, we appreciate you all very much. Yes. Right. Yes. Thank much you. love. Much love. I'm, feel, I, I'm feeling so much love bursting right now. I hope whoever is watching is like, I can just zap that out there because, I mean, I'm, I'm feeling it right now. I'm feeling pretty pumped. Oh, that's so cool. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. Well, thank you all so much, and thank you, Brooke, and we'll see you guys later. See ya. Take care.